Crazy things happen in the world of sports, and we're going to talk about them today on True Comedy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to True Comedy. I am Nicholas Finch. And I'm Kirsten Cunningham. And today, we have a very special, special guest. Where? He's in here. He's actually our first in-studio guest. Wow. Yeah, you should feel honored. It is the... Whoa, 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 whoa. What? He's also the first Caucasian man we've had on the show as well. That's also true. That's big time. Just big, big first here. Congratulations, you minority. <laughs> <laughs> Got every shade covered. <laughs> well, Red actually, I think you're a little black and white. They are precious in us. <laughs> mm, we don't want to use it in vain. You're right. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, it's hot in here. All right, but we are joined what by. I, into? I don't know. You, you, you one signed up. We are joined by the University of West Alabama head football coach, Hall of Famer. Yes, Brett Gilliland. <laughs> The crowd goes thank you, wild. Thank you. It's great to be here. Great to be here, Coach G, Mister G, not 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 of the restaurant. Okay, I'll say where's the food? Yeah, I was like, hey, you made some mean Italian. I want some pizza, Doctor G. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you for joining us, dude. I'm yeah. here to talk about some sports. Um, I know you just got finished with signing day. I'm not going to ask you anything specific, but just overall, just how do you think that went? Oh, I think it went great. You know, we had a, a great class in the mid year that are already here working, and then. Signed another 16 guys on signing day from high schools all yep. over uh, Alabama and some into Florida. So excited about how it went. I'm excited, too, because those extra people ensure I get to keep my job as well. Right. And everybody in, you know, everybody gets to keep their job. You get to coach them. You get to claim them. And I get to watch them. Yep. <laughs> Good job. Everybody wins. All right. But we're talking about um, the sports world today, which is why we have Coach G in here. I don't okay. know. I'm, I'm going to call I'm going to like. Waffle between calling you Coach G and Brett. I'm never going to say. A good waffle. Waffle House has blueberry waffles. Now, <laughs> they the do. They do. They're pretty <laughs> awesome. Still, I, I I don't know if I like the pecan ones or the blueberry ones better. You blueberry. Can you can get both. Ooh. Hey, you see, no, that's that's what you can do. When you got money, you can get both. You when we got to choose the deal and stick with it, and that's you just going to Waffle it. House. You can get both. <laughs> Facts. You know, Facts. he makes good points. <laughs> while we're on the subject of Waffle House, um. If the lady or the person cooking the food has all of her teeth, just go ahead and leave. Mm-hmm. If she didn't have a Newport or um, mm-hmm. a single, <laughs> y'all, my mic just broke. You just got attacked by the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's time to go home. <laughs> all right, that'll do it for this week. <laughs> but back to what I was saying: if if they have all the teeth and they don't have um, something tucked behind the ear that you can smoke, I'm not mm-hmm. eating though. No, no doubt. I'm excited about the Waffle House coming to Livingston. What? Did he just... I don't know. Is that real? No. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? It'd be nice, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> now Nick's done. Hey. No, <laughs> it's, over. it's like, all right, we're done. here. trying to go eat. <laughs> so, for the third time. <laughs> <laughs> Hope this, hopefully this mic won't attack me again. <laughs> we're talking about crazy stuff that has happened in the sports world. Stuff that we've seen on TV or... I heard about that made us go like, what? Or I can't believe I just saw that. Um, and you had, I think we had one on our same, on our same we list. We probably so, have a Yeah, bunch, why don't you 
Go ahead and kick us off, Carson, with something in what? sports. Me? Yes. Me? The one who does, who's most removed from, from sports. I was about to say, I know nothing. <laughs> I'm not an athlete. <laughs> but, okay, so this is why this one hits home personally. I talk a lot of crap. I talk a lot of noise. I'm that person that if you see me at a basketball game, you're not going to want to sit beside me, a.k.a. my wife. She doesn't go then with me anymore. Um, and maybe one of these days I'm going to be called out about it. But I hope it doesn't happen like the malice at the palace. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Back in, was it 2004? Um, I got it over here. Hold on. Okay. Because it was on my list. Too. Yeah, it was 2004. Um, of course. It was. November, November 19, 2004. Okay. <laughs> so, what? <laughs> Y'all didn't know it was 2004? <laughs> look, look, all I know is between the Pistons and the Pacers, and was it, um, what's, what's that dude's name, Ron Artest? Well, Somebody threw. Sure. <laughs> no, it's, he's not yeah. wrong. I it know. Is world I know, that's why I just said sure, okay? <laughs> I looked down at my paper to read that. I was like, yep, you're yeah, right. Yeah, it is right. <laughs> that, that, that's it. That's it. <laughs> but I mean, players fight all the time, but it's just goes to that next level when they get fans mm. involved and that probably would have been me i don't think i've been ever stupid enough to throw something at somebody on the court though i don't think I, i've said a lot i've had a parent come after me at a um, basketball game and thank me because their child was crying because they said if, basically they've been telling their kid that they were soft and they said if i and the band could get in their head they're definitely soft nice i said oh i'm, so, I'm glad you're not my parent <laughs> That, that would have been bad. No, my mom's the same way. If somebody can get in my head and they ain't nowhere near on the court or somewhere like that, she'd she'd have something to say. But, but see, uh, I don't know go if ahead. anybody ever been in my head. <laughs> I was about to ask, has anybody ever experienced like I get the roster and I yell some really mean things. Like r- really bad. Like your parents don't love you. What about what about you, Brett? Like you, you. I know you don't. You don't get five folks getting your head, but you've been on that sideline. What's about, what's about the craziest thing you heard? You somebody yell at you, player. You don't have to do it as a coach. Uh, I say uh, as a coach, it's easy because you're wearing headsets and you don't listen to anything anyway. Yeah. Um, but as a player, there was a, a pretty cool time when I was here playing. We were at Harding and um, home of the Bison. Home of the Bison. And I had been dating my my now wife Amanda for I guess a year or so, and. I knew that she had a childhood friend that went to um, Harding, mm-hmm. but I had never met her. Um, but while we're you know, getting ready to run a play, a couple of the defensive players did mention Amanda in some, some of their phrasing oh. uh, towards me, which I thought was you know, kudos on their part. They, they dug deep and, <laughs> and, and found out some good information. So uh, that would be probably the, 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 the best job somebody's tried to do to get in my head because I still remember it. I don't remember anything anybody else ever said to me. How many touchdowns you throw that game? I don't remember. <laughs> you, just, you, just, you just remember the time. Like, Dang, that, that really stuck out of me. See, Talk about my wife. See, yeah. stupid things I've done have just been like starting UNA Hate Week on Twitter and then getting called out on it my first day on the job. So mm. that might not have been the most smart thing. Should have did a deep social media scrub. See, you know, back in the day. I've, I've been in my world for so long. It's been a long time since I've been an actual fan at a sporting event. Mm-hmm. So I hadn't been able to do... The things like, you know, be completely disrespectful, making Lion King references to some players on the court since I was like uh, since I like a freshman, a sophomore here. Ever since then, I've pretty much been working basketball. But yeah, just. Or you take a whiteboard and write really mean things yeah. on it and show <laughs> yeah. the players. And I'm, see, I'm with you. I, I don't get to line. be a fan much. But I did this summer. Me and my wife went to a uh, 
a giant San Francisco Giants game, baseball game and, and got to sit right behind the batter's circle uh-huh. and uh, the on-deck circle. And so okay. we tried to get in some, some guys' heads, and I'll give them credit. Not a single one of them would turn around. I mean, we talked about their high schools, talked about all kind of stuff. <laughs> not, we couldn't get any of them to turn around. Dang. So. I was talking about your Star Wars sheets. Still didn't do nothing. You saw, you know you went to bed. You know you did it. <laughs> Then we went to the Barons game and had a staff. We had a staff outing in the outfield, mm-hmm. and one of the opposing players turned around and started cussing at us. Oh, uh, that's while nice. we had our kids up there, so that was all cool. But oh. it showed the difference between minor league and major league in my mind. But, yeah, sorry. I was gonna say he clearly he couldn't handle it. Yeah. So yeah, you did a good job. So he might have he might have found out that's why he's still in the minor. <laughs> if we had said something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. Okay. Okay. So. I think one of the funniest things that ever happened in the history of sports, to me, because you, your malice was one of the things, was um, Mike Tyson. Mm. We're going to talk about Mike Tyson. Mm, you spin so, there. Yes. <laughs> so Mike Tyson. <laughs> Mike Tyson decided when he gets holy, when it's in the holy field. It's your kids. <laughs> <laughs> in his fight I think it was the second one I'm pretty sure it's the second one against Evander Holyfield um, January 28th 1997 he decided he couldn't beat um, Mr. Holyfield so he decided he was going to bite his ear just slam off just bite his ear off and now you saying to yourself I'm saying to myself self and self said hmm self says how mad I gotta be at somebody to want to bite their whole ear off just cause I'm losing a match how mad you got to be? First of all, how hungry you got to be? I don't know if mad is the right word. I just think it's like... I think you got to have some screws loose. Right. I want to bite somebody's ear. Some, something a little wrong. You got a 12-story building. You yeah, elevator to go up to the 10th floor. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what now? Especially when we want to eat the kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to eat the kids. They messed up my spine. I'm gonna... <laughs> but not to like jump on your whole story, but like he bit the ear. Uh-huh. They pause for a minute, then start to bite back up. And so, mm, the first one was good. Let me try the other one. Yeah. Like, why? Why not? I mean, I'm kidding. But um, it's like it's kind of like one of those things. It's like, so Mike Tyson was already crazy. He lost the title as, as bad as baddest man in the world because, you know, he'd lost some fights. The Buster Douglas one hurt him a lot. And then, you know, he uh-huh. had the two fights, the two L's to Holyfield. I don't remember his entire career, his entire record, but, you know, he wasn't on the pedestal that he was. Right. And and this is pretty much what defined his legacy. It wasn't, you think of two things with, with Tyson. You think about the baddest man on the planet in that run where he couldn't be beat. And then you think about the ear biting. And it's like. Not the hangover movie? No. Oh. I, I have a tiger. Yeah. <laughs> what do tigers dream of? When they take a little tiger snooze. Okay, that, yeah. So. <laughs> So when I think of this moment, this crazy moment, all I can think about is like this ended up defining the legacy of Mr. Tyson. True. But is it any crazier than other things boxers do? Because there's some stupid things like boxers, fighters, any of those little brain damage sports. Ooh, they wow. do some crazy things. Sports. What, do you, what do you mean by that, sir? I think it means I mean, a sport where they repeatedly hit each other in the, in the head. head. Oh, okay. Yeah. And brain damage occurs. Brain damage. You know, as I, that's like um, what's his name? Like MMA. Um, Conor hockey. McGregor when he threw the chair at the bus. Yeah. 
But still, he bit the dude's ear off. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think that tops the boxing world. So how does Evander Holyfield, like, does he use, like, over-the-head headphones now? Or does he use earbuds, <laughs> AirPods? He just, bought a little, he just got a little chunk. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't take the whole ear. It's just, it's just a little bit. So busy. he can still use his Power Beats or Skull Candy or whatever. I Nick so. I mean, incre- um, those incredible headphones. I would. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to have something where my ear exposed. I'd have... I'd, I'd make sure my ear was covered all the time. Like, or would you? Everybody be- right now, Google Evander Holyfield's <laughs> ear. <laughs> and tell us, because you can find all of our information in the show notes, which headphones you think he should use. And, and maybe someone out there is listening and would just sign him to like a marketing deal or something. Because, I mean, it's very distinguishable. No doubt. Yeah. That was a band back in the day. That was bad <laughs> as well. Brett, what you got? Crazy moment in sports. All right, I got one. What year were you born, Nick? I was born in 1988. How about you? 89. We're children. Before y'all were born. I was only two when this happened. (laughs) Before y'all were born. But it's my namesake, George Brett. All right, I was named after him. We won't get into reasons. But in July of 83, the Pine Tar game. And uh, the big thing I remember about it is George Brett coming, rearing out of the the dugout, you know, like he's ready to kill somebody. Mm Mm-hmm. Because uh, he's just hit, a, I think, a two-run home run that ended up would have won the game for him, and they ended up losing the game because of it. And uh, I, I don't know. There, there's something that sticks out in my, in my mind about, about that one, and maybe because it's my namesake. But uh, I just think it's a pretty pretty interesting moment in sport. What I didn't know until doing a little research to come be with you guys okay, was they actually protested that game, the Royals did, came back and played it from the time – uh, where Bre- George Brett stepped up to bat, and the Royals ended up winning the game. Oh, wow. Did y'all know that? I did not know Fun that. Fun fact dropped on you okay. right there. Yeah. The more yeah. you know. And he was a Royal, right? Yes. Okay, so basically, he hit the home run that would have won it. Correct. They call it back. They protest from that point. Who were they playing? I can't remember. I know Yankees, I know the game the Yankee Stadium. And um, the Yankees and Yankee Stadium. Yankees and Yankee mm-hmm. Stadium. You sure it wasn't the Yankees anywhere else? Any of the other kind of stadiums? I'm sure. Okay. Because it could have been in the Royal Stadium, too. It could have been the Royals. What's the name of the Royal Stadium? Is it uh, Royal Stadium? Stadium the Royals play in. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> a, it's a longer name. I'm about to say, don't ask me. I, I definitely don't know. <laughs> so that's my crazy sports moment. Okay. One that none of us remember actually happening live. Well. Mm. Boom. Mic drop. Up oh, time to go. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I was like, I was sitting here, I was sitting here wondering, I was like, how in the world after you said mic drop, how were you gonna, how were you gonna actually make a mic drop? So what did. y'all didn't see is my mic that attacked me earlier. <laughs> Old Coach G here just hit it, trying to make it attack me again. It didn't. It held strong though. It, it, it did. Strong. He, he, he clicked the right, he clicked the right thing to make sure it didn't go up the. Okay. So yeah, Manti Teo. Y'all remember? Y'all remember that name? Linebacker, mm-hmm. Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a pretty girlfriend. He, she was beautiful. He had a beautiful girlfriend. Well, I'm going to read y'all a story. It's story time, <clears throat> kids. It's story time. You know Nicholas can't read. Oh, yeah, you're absolutely correct. Here we go. I'm going to eat your girlfriend. <laughs> this is one of those stories that is almost too strange to be real. Notre Dame All-American linebacker Manti Teo grabbed the nation's heart when he told the world about the death of his cancer-stricken girlfriend in September of 2012. But it seems as if every reporter was afraid to ask a simple question like, why didn't you go to the funeral? Why don't you have any pictures together? Why is there no record of her at Stanford, her alleged school? Asking all them questions. <laughs> Making statements. Assuming. Why would reporters ask questions? 
Yeah, why would we? It's all college? fake news. Watch it. <laughs> In January 2013, Deadspin revealed that there was no dead girlfriend named Lene Kakua. Taya. You did good. I'm proud of you. Yeah, I remember that. I said Lene Kalua. So. <laughs> I just remembered her name. Taya later said that he had been the victim of a hoax and we all waited for the other shoe to drop. What was Taya hiding? Was this just a was this just a publicity stunt to boost his profile on draft stock? We may never get the answers, but what we know is that this is one of the all-time weirdest things that happen in sports. Now, after this happened, uh-huh. if you followed me on social media, Brett, you wouldn't have at the time. We weren't even friends in yet. I don't think. Do I follow you now? Barely. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you followed me on my social media at the time, you could see every time I went somewhere, I would, t- I would take a picture of just an empty seat beside me. <laughs> you were one of those <laughs> and talk about, people. Yeah, it's just talking about hashtag... Uh, Tayowing, I was. I think I was at. Um, the, you remember we went to the um to that uh, Mardi Gras event down in yes down in Jackson, and yep. I was a picture of me dancing with nobody, and I said yep. dancing with my girlfriend. Hashtag Tayowing. <laughs> yep. But um, that, how crazy was that? This man pretty much he he says he was catfish. I think he just made it up completely. I mean, if he was trying to sell this lie, he really should have just crashed somebody's funeral, took a picture there. Like, he should have just really, really, really committed to it. I don't know. I always <laughs> try to think about why people would would do something. Why would he just, I don't know. Why would mm. he make up that? I don't know. Nothing better to do, maybe. But, but he had a lot better to do. He had a lot going on right then. <laughs> what, what is he doing with his life now is the real question. He, he signed with, I think he signed with the Saints, like, right before they got eliminated from the playoffs. Okay. I so he, like, he's still, he was in the league for a good little while. He got married, yeah. but he didn't wear a wedding ring. Hmm. I, I hadn't himself, seen, maybe? I hadn't I hadn't seen pictures of the new. <laughs> I made it all up. I knew nothing. <laughs> He's like, he got married, but there's no I ring. bet that wedding was cheap. It's an invisible <laughs> ring. Oh all of her to buy a dress. He just, did, he just did it for the gifts. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, y'all. <laughs> Shoot. That's I said, smart. don't we y'all? Right? <laughs> you said don't we? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just play it. I'll just play it. Oh man. Oh, uh, what you got, Kirsten? <laughs> okay, so um, this was actually before my lifetime and all, but remember there's football, spring football. I know for a lot of people, spring football means like you're training, getting ready for things, but what about that lovely league way back in the day, the USFL? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was such a great thing that I didn't get to experience because someone got real whiny and wanted to sue the NFL NFL won, and now there's no USFL. What's funny is why this is a great sports moment in history to me is because I thought the USFL and the XFL were the exact same thing until last night when I decided to <laughs> use Google. Um, <clears throat> I was wrong, um, Mr. President. I, I thought somehow you were doing a Ponzi scheme again, trying to get the USFL back from that team you used to own. But no, it's Vince McMahon, who's equally... As crazy, crazy. Yep, that's that's a good word. Thank you, Nick. They're both crazy. What's really crazy is Donald Trump is a WWE Hall of Famer, and it's Vince McMahon who owns the WWE, who's brought back another football league. I mean, you learn from your friends, right? <laughs> so interesting. Dang, what was I gonna say? I don't know. Words are hard, Nick. XFL. Did y'all get to see any of the XFL this weekend? I saw very little. I saw sleep. About three plays. Three plays. Okay. It looked like good football though. 
I was gonna say, um, you know, it looked like it looked like a bunch of teams that were playing their first game of the year, but I think as as it goes along, I, I don't expect there to be a lot of defense. How about the kicker that missed a field goal and then got interviewed immediately after? <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, JJ Watt t- uh, tweeted about that. Yeah, <laughs> which which I, tough. <laughs> it is tough, but you know, imagine if they did that more in the NFL. Oh my goodness, just uh, come on, man, that jump would be crazy and great. The other thing that's interesting is uh, the the head coach and the two coordinators being mic'd up uh, during the game. I think that's okay. Unique. So they do. Always... There's a lot of things that go on, on on headsets that people have no clue about. And should they really be public now? <laughs> I hope they have a mute button. <laughs> that's what it say. It'll like, be real entertaining. I could I could imagine is like why is that why is that receiver in the game? Why is that group out there? That's not the play I call. All types of all types of stuff. I, I'm not saying that happens in our headsets. I can't speak for what happens at UWA's headsets, but I do know that that happens. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Brett's yeah. <laughs> like, I plead the fifth. Yeah. You know, speaking of I coaching. Kissy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to eat my kids. <laughs> Good thing y'all edit. You know, speaking of coaching, there's been plenty of coaching meltdowns, and at this moment, I would like to highlight five particular coaching meltdowns. Five. Five. Oh, you can count. What One. What, what is this? Two, what? what? Three. Oh, let me stop right here. Oh, Why I is it every time? Pepsi and other hands. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, product placement. Cut it out. <laughs> what I'm yeah. trying to figure out is how come every time we have a guest, we always jump on Nick Finch. What is that about? Um, something to do. All right, that's cool. All right, here we go. Five. <laughs> five coaching meltdowns. That I think were hilarious and are worth talking about today. So, Danny Green, after Monday Night Football against the Bears, um, they had a lead and they gave up the lead. And during the um, post-game press conference, Danny Green gets on the mic and he says, they are who we thought they were and we let them off the hook. Now, he said it a little bit more animated than that. I just mm-hmm. don't have the energy to get to match to match his anger right now. Mm. But do you do, do, do y'all remember these moments? Like how mad you got to be? That one, you haven't told us more than one yet, but I do remember that one. Yes. <laughs> Jim Moore Jr. <laughs> Jim Moore Senior. Excuse me. Um, two thousand two thousand one. Um, Colts were trying to get a chance for the playoff game. Uh, get a chance to play for the playoffs. He was like, they just want to win a game. And he looks at the reporter who, reporter who asked him about the playoff game, and he goes, playoffs? That's a good one. Good one. Classic. Playoffs? Playoffs? Herm Edwards, back in 2003, you play to win the game. That's a good one, too. How else would you? Never mind. You'd be surprised. I know. You would be surprised. That's a good one. Now. Oh, crap. It might be more than five. Uh-oh, six. six. Told you you couldn't count. Shut up. It's six. Um, I forgot. I forgot I put a, a basketball coach I in here. I quit. Uh, All right, Mike Gundy in 2007. <laughs> I'm a man. That's it. I'm a man. I'm 40. Come after me. <laughs> and then he grew a mullet. Right. Yeah, he looks He looks more like more throwback now than he did then. <laughs> now, Taking up um, for his player, though. So what? Taking up for his player. Honorable. No. Yeah, I was going to That's what I was going to ask you about that no, you because, won't. no, I was. I was because that's that's a different one. Like all, all the other guys are professional, mm-hmm. but that was a college coach. And you were talking about, yeah, right. He was taking up for his player. Mm-hmm. So if there's a situation like that, when somebody asks you something out of the way, how, how do you handle that? Is that I'm not saying you're going to go out. I'm a man. I'm 40. But like, how do you handle when you think somebody's coming across disrespectful to your team? I think team? The, the one way to get 
all coaches, but college coaches especially, uh, to really get under their skin is to is to come attack a player that because we see our players work and we know what they go through, mm-hmm. and somebody else may not, and they mm-hmm. may come attack them from one play. I don't remember the exact incident. I think it was the quarterback that they were there that the media was getting all over about something, but uh, but that gets under our skin pretty pretty quick and easy. Uh, it's one of those I can talk about them, but you can't type of things. I think, but uh, but no, he, he was just taking up for his player there. I mean, I, it's admirable. Yeah, you know, I was just here thinking like folks talk about uh, folks uh, a, a person in the media, and I can say this because I wasn't the media. A person in the media will quickly ask if some if a quarterback does two or three touchdowns. I mean, interceptions. They'll quick to ask quarterback, "Hey, what happened out there? What were you seeing? What mistakes did you make?" Not. Thinking about the fact that sometimes an interception is a result of, of a pass being perfect but being tipped off the um, hands of a receiver or something goofy happening mm-hmm. that's not always the fault of the quarterback. And I always say, hey, how come you threw three interceptions out there? And it wasn't, it wasn't really anything he did wrong. But so but so I understand why, why your coaches would take up three players like that. And that's, that's the right thing to do. So we're going to talk about somebody who uh, didn't do exactly that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick Pitino. <laughs> I'm going to read this one. After Patino was asked um, how he would keep his players positive following a crushing loss to the Toronto Raptors back in 2000, the coach didn't respond so kindly by telling the reporter that some of the team's all-time greats would not be walking through that door. So what he did was somebody asked him, hey, how you, how the Celtics going to recover? He was like, Larry Bird ain't walking through that door. Mm. Kevin McHale ain't walking through that door. John Hevlicek ain't walking through that door. And now since then, what's become of this is like my favorite thing on Twitter. It's like after there's a big game, folks will do a hashtag Patino game. Uh, and uh-huh. this, this only happens in the NBA. So like if somebody gets eliminated from the playoffs, they'll be like, um, let's say the Raptors get eliminated from the playoffs. They'll be like, Vince Carter ain't walking through that door. <laughs> Tracy McGrady ain't walking through that door. And Drake just go ain't walking through that just door. Just go on and on, just disrespecting the team. And that's all because of Rick Patino. And finally, nice. my favorite one, Philip Wellman. He was a minor league um, pitcher, a minor league coach for the Braves farm system. What? We just trying listen. to figure out who that is. We oh, you listen. 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 You ain't going to know this one. You got to go find the video. Okay. The, what, what this guy does is super funny. So he gets. He gets ejected for arguing a call, and he just goes crazy. Like, he starts kicking dirt all over the base, and the funniest thing that he does is he crawls to the pitcher mound. I saw that one. Yeah. <laughs> Threw a grenade. And, like, threw the rosin bag mm-hmm. like it was a grenade. Yeah. And he just, he goes off, and he does, he does his no. final little kiss salute as he finally walks off. It's like 10 minutes of him just absolutely losing his mind. No. You got to find it. It's Your um, last game, Brett. That's how you need to go out. Your yeah, last game. <laughs> Philip Wellman, you gotta look it up. <laughs> Think it'll be super classy. Crawl to a flag and yeah. throw it. Like a <laughs> and if you gonna coordinate with the student section, they can all like lay down. Like <laughs> I, w- I wish, I wish you could see football coaches get thrown out more because I guarantee. Well, I gar- appreciate that. Well, no, I'm just saying. I just wish. I just want to see something dramatic. Is all I'm saying. Look, I've been trying to get thrown out of a basketball game for being too ignorant for 11 years now. It ain't happening. They had to put me on the headset so I wouldn't say something ignorant during a basketball. Well, you game. just text it to me and I yell it out. How do you have all those coaching moments and you don't have any Mike Leach stuff in there? Any of the Mike Leach stuff? Yeah, any of his press conferences? You need to go back and do a little Mike Leach research. Well, no, see, I, I like I like Mike Leach so much. It's like I can't. Mike Leach deserves his own category. You no have doubt. to, you have to like. What well, is this? I'm so Yo, glad he's in the southeast it. now. So what? I'm so glad he's in the southeast. Oh yeah, he's gonna be so much fun. He's just gonna talk so much crap about <laughs> everybody. And I like the fact that him and um 
and um, um, Lane, Kiffin Lane Kiffin are in the same state. Yes, I got I got it together. Oh, at Ole Miss, at Ole Miss, at Ole Miss. Okay, at Ole Miss, there, I got it. There we go. Words. So, coaching question. <laughs> I thought we said there wouldn't be any of those. Well, this is this is just one. You want your players to have determination and drive, and to do whatever it takes, right? So if they can't beat them, they need to beat them, right? <laughs> Where's this going? Do you want to talk, Tanya Harding, some folks? <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to bring that one up. <laughs> to me. I remember that one live. Because <laughs> one thing my house was always was an Olympics house. We uh-huh. always watch Olympics. I remember that one live. Because like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why this was such a big thing. should be the segment. What <laughs> moments in sports can you describe with one word? <laughs> Why? Why? I mean, it's like, so if you don't know, Tanya Harding, there's no polite way to say this other than she was the epitome of what people would think of as trailer trash. These are her words, not mine. I'll watch all the documentaries about it, okay? And she's going to get into one of the most classy demure female type sports out there where you want basically people to be ice princesses like Nancy Kerrigan. Well, they're both going for Olympic titles, Olympic crap. And so Nancy, um, Tanya feels that she's not going to win any other way than orchestrate her boyfriend taking a lead pipe to Nancy Kerrigan's leg right before she goes out. (laughs) I think it was right after a practice session. Yeah. Something like Mm. that. I don't, I don't know. Who would have thought you? I mean, why? I don't know. First, what makes you think I'm gonna get away with this? Thank you. <laughs> like hey. Everyone knows this is that's like if and the rest of the story, Nancy Kerrigan came back and still won silver. Yes, she did. And now Tanya can't even teach anybody how to ice skate anywhere. But if you had a kid <laughs> that you wanted to teach to ice skate, wouldn't you hire her as your coach? Who? Uh, Tanya. Tanya. She did whatever it takes. <laughs> Whatever it takes. <laughs> Maybe she go on a speaking circuit. Right. I mean, she made a little money off of a uh, documentary she did a couple years ago. How to try to win when you're not going to win. <laughs> I mean, she should have a podcast, a motivational. She was just, she was just going off karate kids, sweep the legs. <laughs> just a whole different way to do it. I I don't Ooh. think I don't think there's a scenario where I would have. Um, Tanya Harding talking to my kids and motivating them. I mean, I would be uh, in the room with it. No. Just no, listen, go out there, spin, jump. You got to work hard. You got to practice. But no, for real, on the low. Get your, get your significant other. Have get a, a lead pipe. Just in case stuff <laughs> don't work out for you. You can't beat them, beat them. <laughs> I'm just saying. You can't do whatever beat them, beat them. <laughs> I don't endorse violence. Yes, you do. Neither does true comedy. <laughs> it had to hurt, too. It had to go back you and watch that. Scream. Why? <laughs> Unless you're hurting. But I love how that's immediately she was trying to figure why would someone do this? You know why somebody would do this? No, man, no, no, you don't. That is not natural. That is not a natural thing. It's not you. Not you. Not getting ready to go uh, figure skating or whatever. It was figure skating, right? Yes. You don't get ready to go for figure skating and be like, you know what? I can. I totally expect to be attacked by a lead pipe today. That's a thing one, that's too. gonna happen. <laughs> Comeback story. <laughs> that out of all that story, out of all the story, all right, the beginning, the middle, the end of it, the mm-hmm. comeback story, my man says Tanya Harding should teach, teach your kids. <laughs> I'm just saying. Not the girl that got her leg chopped and nope. came back and won. 
Nope. Now her, her story. Now her story is easy to sell. Like that, that's just persevere through. Right. That's trying that's to over adversity. Yeah. <laughs> There's a million of those. Yeah, yeah. That happens all the time. Oh. <laughs> that's the other side. It's wow. it's whatever it takes. Do what it has. That's the Mamba mentality. How does Nancy feel, feel about plumbers? <laughs> she couldn't trust no pipes. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my I just, gosh! I went there. She ain't played Super Mario since it happened. <laughs> Is that a pipe? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh lord. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Got anything else? I have one really depressing. Well, uh, go ahead and do a depressing one, and I'll bring us back. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna go into two, if that makes sense. All right. Anybody a football fan? No. By football. I mean. What game's that? Oh, football. Oh, soccer. Fo- football. Soccer. Oh. Uh, by soccer fan, I am I am legally um, obligated to say yes. Good, yeah. good, good. I like UWA soccer. Good, yeah, good. Yeah. Well, um, apparently everywhere soccer is kind of cutthroat and crazy. Um, I just don't do ninety minutes of running, so yeah, that's too much cardio for me. Me neither. Well, don't do um, nine seconds of running. <laughs> <laughs> it's raining outside. I didn't even run into the studio. I wrestling and walk. Right. <laughs> I didn't even put my jacket all the way up. <laughs> True story. <laughs> Big facts, as they would say. <laughs> well, apparently, soccer is so big in places like Brazil that um, you can murder someone. And hey, end hold on up. before you finish this story. Okay. I was a ball boy for the Brazil versus Argentina soccer match. What? In the Olympics in 96. Go ahead and finish Oh, it's crap. You might know this person. <laughs> <laughs> you may have witnessed this. So, um, Bruno Fernandes de Salsa. Mm, he the was third. What a shame. No, not a third. He was a Brazilian professional soccer player who currently plays in a lower league club called Pocos de Caldas, or whatever that yeah. means. But long story short, in um, 2010, he was charged with assault, torture, and murder of his extramarital girlfriend and the mother of his youngest child. Mm. Um, yeah, he was found guilty for ordering her mu- murder, hiding the body, and kidnapping his baby son. Mm. And was sentenced to 22 years, though. Ask me how much time he served. He didn't serve. I think he got killed, did he not? Mm-mm. Nope, nope, nope. He's back playing. He is currently playing. Shut up. He is. And, um, yeah, he only served a couple months of that. That's what I'm talking about. Because somebody wanted to hire him <laughs> to play. And so he's out mm. playing because of that. But here's the worst part, y'all. And this is where it gets real depressing. Um. So he convinced his 17-year-old cousin to help him kill this lady. So that's a great role model. So that's why I said I would have Tanya Harding teaching my kid because she ain't killed nobody. Mm -hmm. Um, Bruno ain't giving nobody soccer lessons Mm -hmm. because he had a 17-year-old cousin. They killed a cut up the body and fed her to his Doberman. Oh, my God. And buried the rest under concrete. So, yeah, a little rough, y'all. Crazy moment in sports. No milk bones there. Oh my god! <laughs> Alpo who? Mm. Uh, Gravy train, come and get it. I'm so, just naming dog food brands, y'all. <laughs> Zinedine Zidane um, in Perino. the World Cup in the World Cup 2006. Um, he's one of the okay greatest French players of all time. Skip right over Dominic eating people. Right, yeah, I am, I am. I am. I absolutely. <laughs> he did. I am. I am just gonna leapfrog that. <laughs> See, I am. <laughs> 
I am gonna bypass Ooh, the dog. Like, <laughs> what am I supposed to say? That's tough. That is a uh, what? That's a PETA violation. He should have just went to Dollar General and bought some dog food. That dude ain't. He ain't in jail. No, that's sports is crazy. Is well, a seventeen year old in jail? Yeah, seventeen year old still in jail. He can't play a sport. Is it? Is, the seventeen year old can't score no goals. You can't. You know. You know the real. You know. You know. You can't. You can't do stuff. Heck, you, OJ you, out. <laughs> okay. OJ. OJ ran for two thousand yards. <laughs> he couldn't run fast enough to get his stuff out the hotel. <laughs> we yeah, could, we, could, we just. We just could not get get through here without OJ, huh? Did you think we were going I to? Really thought we were. I thought I, we'd go. We'd go a good little thirty minutes without talking about OJ, and I was like, we gonna make it. We gonna get there. You want me to bring him? <clears throat> Where was you going, one. Nick? Earlier you said something about somebody. Yeah, Zinedine Zidane, the yeah. uh, French soccer player. Yeah, real let me um, let me read. Got murder in it? No, no, no. <laughs> okay, good. Well, it, it, murder in a different sense because it's just just rude what happened here. 2006 World Cup also functioned as Zinedine Zidane's farewell tour as a French captain had announced before the tournament that he would be retiring at the competition's conclusion. France rode the wily midfielder's stunning play into the final, and Zizou managed to put. Um, home a penalty kick in the first half as his side finished with uh, finished the opening 90 minutes with a 1-1 tie with Italy. In extra time, an off-color remark about um, Zidane's, Zinedine Zidane's uh, sister from Italy's Marco Materazzi clearly set that man off. And with the entire world watching, he delivered a headbutt to the chest of the Italian dude Yikes. and was dismissed from the game. France went on to lose in penalty kicks. And that was the end of Zinedine Zidane's career. Mm. Shame. Mm. So, what in what could happen in the world that would make you so mad that you would headbutt somebody and it cost you um, your probably your most glorious moment of your career? Mm. Well, could 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 somebody get you rattled up enough to want to headbutt somebody? Because it don't take much for me. I always I'm always want to headbutt somebody. But for real? somebody saying something bad about Nick Finch. Yeah, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Oh guys! So I'm saying some bad. About oh guys, that. guys, stop it, guys! I think that's that. That'll do it. That, that's the one, boss. <laughs> that's the one. You ain't you ain't never had a moment where you like. If I could headbutt you right now, I would. Yeah, y'all both had a headbutt moment today. Well, there's a difference in uh, feeling like that and then doing it. Yeah. Okay, but I'm like, I will exercise compassion and understanding. And deal yeah, there's a lot of times you like to throw chop somebody. But that don't mean you yes. Throw, that don't mean you throw chop them. Two chops to the throat. But. Shouldn't you? Why not? Just headbutt him. Just headbutt him. Hey, you feel better. You You're feel gonna better. hurt what's after his, that. What's his career like after that? It was it was ending anyway. That was his last game. That was his last game, no matter what. Well, he went out with a bang now. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was his last one. Um, it was a World Cup final. It ended up costing France the World Cup, in my eyes. Mm. They could have should have won. That's a shame. Yeah, could have beat Italy. Like, cause you know, World Cup's such a big deal here, you know, but it's everything to France. And Italy has one because of that crap. All I know is um, Randy Johnson killed a bird <laughs> with the baseball. It is sadly hilarious. <laughs> so Google it. Watch it over and over. It explodes. Boom. I would like to thank everyone for um, listening to this episode um, of True Comedy. Um, thank you, Brett, for joining us for this <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> we're just gonna. I'm just gonna let that one just sit on out there. If you, edit if you, <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> but um, follow um, Brett. What we didn't give it. What are your um, social media handles for the people to follow you? 
Twitter's at B Gilliland UWA. Uh, Instagram, same thing. And okay. then we have UWA football accounts uh, on the same two platforms, okay. uh, UWA underscore football. Yeah, please stop adding my personal account. Somebody, somebody followed me the other day. Don't at me. Uh, don't at me. But you can, if you want to at me about other things, at the NJF on uh, Facebook. No, that's not right. At the NJF on Twitter. <laughs> and your stuff, man. No, I was, I was about to make a comment about Facebook. At the NJF on Twitter and Instagram. Don't add me on Facebook because I don't even like y'all like that for real. Dang. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, um, I'm at Kham Cooks on Instagram if you want to see my food. Um, Kham Speaks on Twitter. And you can find me on Facebook. I got a, like a black hole of friend requests there that I may click them and check them every now and again. But best bet ain't to do that. But you could also follow the podcast, um, True Comedy Pod, on Gmail, truecomedypod.com. Nick, I'm going to come across this. <laughs> I'm going to come across this booth if you do that. All right. Um, I won't do it. I won't do it. <laughs> I won't do it. I've lost my train of thought. I said Instagram, Facebook, all of just search True Comedy, y'all. You'll find us. And a special shout out to 96.3 WLYB for letting us um, kidnap your radio station. And a little motivational moment to keep me from choking Nick. Remain faithful, even when it feels like life is falling apart. Just do it. <laughs> hey, shameless plug, Gillen's Game Plan Podcast. Yes, yeah, shout out to podcasts. Yeah, uh, yeah, hey, yeah. Now, not a shameless plug. That podcast yeah. is dope. I mean, that's that's a good insight that people don't get mm-hmm. um, right into the mind of a head coach. Drop another week. one about signing day. Get ready. Okay. I hey, we'll have to share it on our page too. We get, will. get some love. Cross love. Everybody love everybody. Bet. <laughs> but also, y'all, if you ever want to appear on the show, leave us a voicemail. You'll find all that information don't in the show notes. <laughs> All right, you know what? Never mind. Coach, like, just scrap it. That that podcast is whack. He don't be talking about nothing. Coach don't be talking about nothing. Just wasting your time. Dog. Just wasting his time. It's just that reads the dictionary. Nah. Just sit there. This is the letter A. Cut my mic off. But everybody, but as always, this has been True Comedy. Later. <laughs>